0: Welcome to Basic Prayer. The teaching series within this podcast is a part of the Basic Discipleship Program. In Luke 11:1, the disciples asked Jesus, "Lord, teach us to pray." Our hope is that this material will equip you with basic Bible truths so that you can have a strong and effective prayer life. Now, let's join today's lesson.
1: Hello and welcome to this session of Basic Prayer. Uh, We're focusing on some basic biblical truth uh, concerning this topic of prayer. We're looking at scripture in a topical or systematic fashion uh, to glean some insight of how we can have the type of prayer lives that really build us up and bless us in our walk with the Lord. And also, we want to have the type of prayer lives that, that please God, and we want to have that communion with the Lord, that fellowship with him, that connection with him for which we have been created. In this lesson, we want to focus on this topic, staying fresh, staying fresh in prayer. Now we all know that prayer is something scripture like clearly uh, tells us we should do. We can think of a passage like Colossians 4.2 where we read, devote yourselves to prayer, Stay alert in it with thanksgiving. And so uh, there's numerous passages of Scripture with a similar message. God's people ought to pray. Now now a breakdown we have in prayer sometimes is this. Prayer becomes stale. It becomes old hat, routine, becomes boring and dull. Uh, When prayer gets that way, we'll be less likely to pray. And so I believe we need some biblical truth, biblical insight to help us keep prayer fresh. Now, at my house, we consume a lot of fruit. I love fruit, and my my children do as well. We've got fruit on the counter, fruit in the pantry, fruit in the fridge. One one of the important things with fruit, however, is that you've got to know how to keep it fresh. I mean, you buy those bananas, right, at the beginning of the week whenever you buy groceries. if, If you're buying groceries every week, you've got to know how to keep those things fresh and keep them from spoiling as the week goes on. Uh, we, we leave ours out on the counter. When it comes to other fruits like oranges and apples, we found that they're better off in the fridge. Uh, with all different types of fruits, there's different tactics for keeping those fruits fresh. Now, we need a similar perspective when it comes to our prayer life. We've gotta know how to keep our communication with the Lord fresh and real. And so in this lesson, I wanna give you a few tips, a few biblical truths to help you keep your prayer life fresh. Number one, I would encourage you to to do this. Use variety. Use variety in your prayer. You know, go back to this idea of the ACTS outline for prayer. Adoration, confession, thanksgiving, supplication. Think about that outline. Think about other outlines that are out there look at biblical examples of prayer we have in the Bible, and you'll see that God encourages us to use different types of prayers. There's types of prayers, Matthew 7, that involve asking. There's types of prayer that involve praise. There's types of prayers, Philippians 4, 6, that involve uh, thanksgiving or gratitude. Uh, there's types of prayers, 2 Thes- Thessalonians 3.1, that involve intercession on behalf of others. So I'd encourage you to do this. Don't have just one mode of prayer. So many people have a stale and stagnant prayer life because when they go to the time of prayer, they just say the same thing over and over again, or they stay stuck on one topic. I'd also encourage you to, to think about um, using variety in this sense. Uh, Sometimes when people pray, not only do they pray their same type of prayer, they actually use the same phrases, cliches, and catchwords over and over again. I've discovered in my own life I'm guilty of doing this. I I noticed one time at supper time I I was praying for our evening meal, and my children, I could hear them. They began to lift their heads and say amen as I drew near to the end of my prayer. Cause they've heard me pray so many times and they knew the exact words I would use when I got close to the end of my prayer. And the Lord convicted me that my prayer in some ways had become a thing of just routine, same old, same old, old hat, stale. So I'd encourage you approach this thing called prayer in a relational way. View this not as you just reciting some mumbo-jumbo to the Lord. No, view this as you are talking to a friend, and not just a friend, the God of the universe. And use variety. Speak from passion. Speak from your heart. And after all, Jesus encouraged us to pray with variety. Did he not? Think about the Lord's Prayer in Matthew chapter 6, verse 9. And following all the way through verse 13, he taught us to pray. How did he teach us? To pray our father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That's a form of praise. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's a form of request and submitting to God's will. Give us this day our daily bread. That's a form of request for provision And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. That's a prayer of confession, but also a prayer of help. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. That's a request regarding sin. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. That's a praise. So notice from Jesus teaching, this thing called prayer should involve variety. And number 2, if you want to keep prayer fre- fresh, do this. Respond respond to what I would call prayer prompts. Throughout the day, we are all bombarded with a multitude of thoughts and emotions. We encounter all types of circumstances, all types of people, and all types of problems. Some of the things we face are good, others are bad, some are neutral. A secret of having a strong prayer life is this. Learning how to take the various circumstances and seasons of life and turn them into opportunities for prayer. Oh, your prayer life will go to the next level when you learn this secret. Oh, your prayer life will stay fresh when you learn how to do this in your daily life. What do I mean by this? Well, consider what the psalmist said in Psalm 56.3. He said, whenever I'm afraid... I will trust in you. Whenever I'm afraid, I will trust in you. So notice what the psalmist did. He used his fear as a prompt to pray. It was like a indicator light on the dashboard of life for him. Although he didn't have a car back then, right? But you get the picture. Prayer for the believer can be like an indicator light on the dashboard of life telling us there's a need for prayer. In other words, when you have fear, when you have anxiety, when you have worry, when you have a temptation, when you have anger, when you have bitterness or jealousy, unforgiveness, when you interact with a harsh person or a difficult circumstance, you can view that thing as an indicator on the dashboard of life telling you blink, blink, blink pay attention, it's time to pray. So instead of giving in to those toxic thoughts, use them as a diving board to jump into the pool of prayer. Instead of being overcome by that person who says harsh words, allow that person to be an invitation to pray respond to prayer prompt. So you could take what the Psalmist said, whenever I'm afraid I'll trust in you. And you could change that word afraid and add any emotion or struggle you may have in your life. And today, for the rest of the day, tomorrow, whenever you face that struggle, the moment you notice it, use it as an opportunity right then and there to talk to your heavenly father and tell him about the problem, tell him about the issue. Hey, by, by developing this practice, Your prayer life will stay fresh and active. Number third, number three, I would encourage you to do this in prayer. If you want to keep your prayer life fresh, number three, I would encourage you to pour out your heart. Pour out your heart. Uh, Prayer, in a sense, is to be an emotional thing. Now, now, sure, prayer can be in prayer. If we're not careful, we can um, be guilty of contriving emotions. Or handling emotions in a negative way. But indeed, when we read scripture, emotions should be involved in our prayers. Prayer is an opportunity for us to open up the release valve on life and share our feelings with the Lord. Know this emotions aren't necessarily evil or bad, they're really kind of neutral. They're just simply what they are, but they can become bad, they can lead us to sin if we don't handle them correctly. That's why Paul would say in scripture, be angry and sin not. And so uh, what do we need to do with our emotions? I, I once had a counselor encourage me to do this. He encouraged me to feel and deal. He said, Patrick, whenever, Christian counselor, Patrick, whenever you have an emotion that leads to a struggle, You need to know how to feel and deal. That is, feel it, recognize what it is, and then deal with it. What's the best way to deal with it? I believe uh, there's a lot of ways many times we need to deal with our emotions. Sometimes reading, sometimes talking about it, sometimes getting counsel, sometimes writing out what we're feeling so we can understand it better. Uh, But one of the best ways to deal with our emotions is through prayer. The psalmist said this in Psalm 62, eight, he said, trust in him at all times, trust in the Lord at all times, people pour out your heart before him. What does that language speak of? Pour out your heart before him. What the psalmist is talking about. Tell him what's on your heart. Share your emotions with him. Go to the Lord and say, Lord, that person in traffic made me really angry or that person in my past hurt me really bad or Lord, I don't understand why such and such has happened to me. I feel so lonely. I feel so broken. I feel so helpless. Please help me pour out your emotions before the Lord. By doing this, you'll keep prayer real and then you'll make prayer a release. It will be an opportunity for you to in a healthy way, vent your feelings to the Lord. Jeremiah did this as well in Lamentations 2.19. He instructed God's people saying, pour out your heart like water before the Lord's presence. Pour out your heart like water before the Lord's presence. So know this, telling God all about how you feel is an ingredient, is an ingredient of strong prayer. You'll experience a sense of relief and even refreshment when you share your emotions with the Lord. When you, when you do this in your daily prayer time, trust me, you'll be more inclined to pray. Your prayers will be fresh. and one way, you, you won't, you'll, you'll be excited. You won't be able to wait to get to the time of prayer. So, so what are some secrets for staying fresh in prayer? Well, I've given you a few. Let me give you one last secret here, and I would say this, be submitted to God's will, in order to have our prayers answered, we've got to pray according to God's will. We've looked at that already in this study, John fourteen fourteen, and we know that when we pray for selfish desires, our prayers are sure to fail. James teaches us that in James four three. So as a result, it's important that we align our prayers with the will of God. Now, one way you can do that is by praying God's word, making sure that you're praying prayers that are in agreement with Jesus' name. But I want you to see that this is also a a way of keeping our prayers fresh. When we have a trust in providence, when we have a trust in the sovereignty of God, when we believe in the goodness of God, we we will have strong confidence in in our prayer life. We won't be unnerved and unnecessarily perturbed when things don't seem to go our way. We'll be at rest knowing God is in control. And ultimately, this type of confidence brings a a freshness to our prayers. It kind of helps us take a load off. The burden's not on us. We're not in a posture of worrying. We're not approaching God thinking, I've got to talk Him into doing what I want Him to do. Instead, we come with childlike faith. And when we have this approach that the Lord's in control and He's providential, man, it makes praying so much easier. I want you to see that Jesus had this approach to prayer. Matthew chapter 26, and verse 39, He was in the Garden of Gethsemane praying he knew he was about to face a cruel death and he prayed Matthew 26 39 my father if it is possible let this cup pass from me so that he's pouring his heart out like water before the Lord he's telling the Lord how he feels but then he, he he commits himself to the will of God he says yet not as I will but as you will not as I will but as you will Now, there's often debate. Is it all all right to add that caveat or that phrase to our prayer? Shouldn't we pray in faith? There's people out there who actually believe if I say that in my prayer, that would be evidence I don't really trust God. And if I don't trust God, God's not going to answer my prayer. I would say that's all a bunch of nonsense. Listen to what Jesus is saying here. Follow Jesus' model. He, He submitted himself to the will of God in every genuine, sincere believers should do the same thing. Pray trusting in God's will. Even if you don't know, should I be praying this? Just tell God, I don't know if I should be praying this, but nevertheless, not as I will, but your will be done. And in doing that, you'll put yourself in a posture of trust. You'll take the pressure off yourself. You'll eliminate this mindset where prayer is this thing to try to get what you want from God. And you'll put yourself in a place of sweet surrender where you are submitted to God's will. And prayer will be more of a blessing, not a burden. You could look at 2 Corinthians 12, seven through nine and see how Paul prayed the same way. He submitted himself to God's will in prayer. I want to encourage you to do the same thing. So remember, you want to keep prayer fresh? You want to avoid having a stinky and rotten prayer life? Use Variety. Respond to prayer prompts. Pour out your heart before the Lord. Tell Him how you feel. And pray in accordance with
0: God's will. Thank you for joining us today for our lesson on basic prayer. Stay current with other episodes by subscribing to our podcast. Or visit us online at basicdiscipleship.net. If you have any questions about the material presented in this lesson, or if you would like to give feedback, email us at info at net. Thanks for listening.